to the Stephen Nicole Show with producer Bert. Here we are in our remote locations again. How is everyone doing today? Feeling a little lonely. I miss having you guys here. I miss your energy. I miss being able to like have you punch me and pat me on the back and tell me to be quiet. Yeah, I miss seeing people. I and I didn't think of myself as a big hugger, but I really miss being able to hug people hello and goodbye. Ah. Uh, it's like, I mean, of the, all the world's hardships, right? Like there are things that everyone is going through that are much bigger than this. I get to be home. I get to still see my people thanks to the love of technology, but it's still hard. It's still hard. I was made for this. I, like I said last time, I have been prepping for this my entire life. The idea of being able to save the world by staying home and staying on the couch I mean, some people were called to Vietnam. We're being called to stay home and stay on our couches. And let me tell you, for some of you, it is a sacrifice. I recognize it. I know what you're giving up, but you're doing it to save mankind. So from all of us to the extroverts, we say thank you. No, thank you, everybody, for staying home. Stay home. Yes. Well, uh we decided that we are going to keep doing this uh, remote location show for as long as we possibly can, because this is a lot of fun, at least uh, sparking a little joy for people, right? Yeah, Absolutely. I think eventually, though, we're all going to get so cooped up in our own houses. We'll have to record on my porch with all of us staying six feet away, <laughs> just because we're going to need that social interaction in time. I, I've seen a number of memes and a number of photos going around on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram of people hosting social distancing parties out in their roads and their cul-de-sacs where everyone's trying to stay six feet away. Uh, remember, don't break that rule. Stay six feet away. It's okay. We can do this for a little bit longer. That's but yes, right. you're right. We're going to continue to try to do this a little bit longer. Today, we have another fun show for you. We're going to uh, sing out, sing out with <laughs> one of my favorite composers, a happy birthday, and then talk about some of our most favorite things we're seeing on the internet. Um, maybe talk about what we're hoarding, if we have a little time. Um, so let's go ahead and get started by wishing Stephen Sondheim a very happy 90th birthday. Do you guys know who Stephen Sondheim is? Happy birthday to Stephen Sondheim. I didn't until you sent us some pre-show notes, Stephen. So I feel as though this is your moment to tell us what's up. Oh, thank you. So Stephen Han Sondheim is the composer of one of my most favorite Broadway musicals, Into the Woods, Into the Woods and Down the Dell and Bain, perhaps, but who can tell? Um, but you might know that he did West Side Story, he did Gypsy, he did Sweeney Todd, and both he and Andrew Lloyd Webber are celebrating their birthdays this week. So Andrew Lloyd Webber is most famous for Phantom of the Opera, Joseph and the Amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat, just to name a few. But it is both of their birthdays, and we want to wish them a very happy birthday because without their ingenuity, their creativity, their sheer brilliance, we wouldn't have some of the great shows we have today, both on and off Broadway. So happy birthday to you. That's why I'm not on Broadway. It's also my dad's birthday today. So what? Oh, happy birthday to my dad. Yes, it's a big day. Happy birthday. He shares a really great birthday with some amazing people. Oh, a lot of amazing people. He tops that list. So, yes. 
Well, happy birthday, Nicole's dad. We hope you're um, staying safe out on the road. We appreciate the work you're doing. And happy birthday from us. Yes, absolutely. So many birthdays. I know. Um, so, you know, we are talking about the good and finding like one piece of something that makes you feel good lately, right? And so I saw this thing and I'm going to give it, get it to producer Bert and, and I should have done it before the show started. So I apologize. I don't know what I was doing, but I saw this video that someone posted on the TikTok guys, because I downloaded the TikTok and I am trying to learn how to use the TikTok. But for right now, I'm just watching people. Um, anyway, um, I saw this kid who their family, you know, is like all uh, in their house and they've been quarantined. But anyway, he took his family's electric skillet and plugged it into the island and he made them all sit around the outside and he pretended that he was a um, hibachi chef and like chopped up a bunch of shit on it and then like fried some rice and tossed an egg and cracked it all over. And he even had like a, like a fake ketchup bottle with water and he pretended like it was sake that he was like squirting into every everybody's mouth at the island anyway it's like a totally adorable video but it made me smile it was my big smile moment meme tiktok today it was good i saw that video and it also made me smile i think how creative are people being right now or i asked myself how creative are people being right now to get that feeling of being out and about and in public while being quarantined at home. And that's just one of the million ways that people are finding ways to be creative. Another one that I saw, one of my most favorite videos of the week was of this little tiny kid standing outside in his driveway. And all of a sudden you see these cars come driving by and it's all the teachers from his school oh. doing a parade. Oh, that is so adorable. Have you seen it? All the teachers are beeping their horns. Some of them, are, they have their spouses driving while they're sitting up in their sunroof and they're waving to the kids. Oh. I've heard so many stories of teachers reaching out uh, either via the parade I've had coworkers whose teachers are calling kids at home just to see how they're doing. And do you remember being a little kid? And if you ever saw your teacher out in public, it, it was like, like the, mind. oh my God, they're real people. And then you felt like you were their best friend. I was like, they waved spoke. at me. <gasps> I, know. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you spoke to Mrs. Smith out in public at the Home Depot and you felt no. like you had a newfound connection with Mrs. Smith uh, because you saw her in her personal clothes. Now, can you imagine getting a personal phone call from Mrs. Smith uh, just to see how you're doing mm -hmm. or her driving by your house? A lot of them have been doing Zoom or Skype calls or like FaceTime with their like each student, just like a little five minute thing. Like, could you imagine as a little elementary school kid being in your house and talking to your teacher, like actually getting to see them like on your parents computer? Like, oh, what a special moment for all of them. Yeah, a huge shout out to all of the teachers who are finding just the most genius ways to stay connected with their kids. Mm -hmm. This has to be so hard for them because, yeah. you know, a teacher is graded based on how well a student does. And right now they're just throwing caution to the wind and saying we need to connect with our students on a personal level. And I love that. Oh. Yeah. Yes. When yeah. A big high five to all the teachers out there who were. 
I mean, they're, they, it's not like they were prepared for this. You know, suddenly they need to change the way they're going to teach, what they're going to send out to parents, how they're going to do all of their instructions. I mean, I, I give a huge props to any teacher right now who is trying to find those little ways to connect to their classes and to keep teaching when this all sort of, you know, I know a lot of schools are still in spring break. There's a lot of um, uh, online or um, what am I trying to think of remote teaching that hasn't necessarily started up yet, but it's going to be. And that's no easy task, man. Uh, take it from me sitting at home, trying to come up with even a half an hour project for my kid to do is hard. You know, imagine trying to come up with what you're going to fill, what you used to fill six hours of school instruction. I mean, it's got to, it's going to all be different. Yeah. It's going to take a lot of patience on behalf of educators, parents, the students themselves. I think one of the things we're going to find out, um, or a lot of parents are going to find out it is that the teacher was never the problem that maybe it was their kid who was the problem. (laughs) And now that their kid's home, they're going to be like, man, maybe it wasn't Mrs. Smith being too hard on my kid. Maybe my kid really is just a little. It's going to be a lot of self-awareness coming in the next couple yes, of weeks. Yes. Okay. Let's talk about hoarding things that you guys have maybe like gotten a lot of to stock up in your house and maybe things that you wished you had gotten that you didn't. Uh, Steve, I heard that maybe you got a lot of soup supplies. Well, we didn't get the toilet paper memo. I, I don't know who sent out that memo, if it went out on a sheet of toilet paper, but we were gone when the toilet paper frenzy began. And I, I'm going to backtrack a little bit here. On Friday night, I had a dream. I don't know what time it happened, but I woke up at 1.30 in the morning and I had a nightmare that we ran out of toilet paper. Ooh. And we were relying on one ply toilet paper. And... I was crying in my dream because I was afraid to wipey wipe out of fear that it was going to get on my finger because the only thing we could find was one ply toilet paper that woke me up at one thirty in the morning. And I, I'm sure it wasn't that dream. I think it's just, you know, a little bit of stress going on with everybody, but I could not fall back asleep all night. Oh. So I wish I would have hoarded toilet paper, but I didn't. I hoarded soup. (laughs) (laughs) I hoarded uh, supplies for soup. I hoarded bullion for soup. I hoarded vegetables for soup. I hoarded uh, the noodles. I I, I just went crazy buying soup. Bear Creek soup, any bag soup, Weiler soup, box soup, canned soup. Uh, Y'all may know I have a little affinity for soup, along with Jojo Rabbit which we'll get to in a minute. Oh, y'all knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. You knew it was coming. I don't eat rabbit soup, but I love me my soup. And um, we kind of have a lot of soup in our cupboards right now and a lot of uh, things to make soup. Enough about soup. (laughs) What? You don't like soup? Oh my God, you've said it like 82 times. We should have had a ticker. Soup, 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 soup. First, ticket. Yeah. Anyway, we bought a lot of stuff. I mean, I think we have like four frozen pizzas. We sent my husband. He was he was he volunteered as tribute to go out and get groceries. And the first uh, trip you made was to Costco. And, you know, it's not like I mean, he was like, OK, make a list. What are the things you need? And I was like, 
well, crema soup, you know, like crema mushroom, crema chicken. I feel like if I've got that in my cupboard, I can make just about any casserole possible, right? So like we could use a couple of those. And I was just naming off things. This was back when things were a little calmer, but I was like, ah, you know, I'm almost out of Lowry seasoned salt. Well, he came back with a case of crema soup and he came back with a, I think it's like a half gallon of Lowry seasoned salt. We could have a half a cow seasoned over here at the Sheepers. Anyway, I, it's a lot of stuff, but you know, I can be seasoning and making casseroles for like a year, I think. I would like to point out that you also said soup multiple times. Did, well, That's going to have to be our ticked word of the week. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'm right. totally teasing. I'm teasing. Nicole's not here to punch me on the shoulder and put her hand on my back and say, now shut up, Stephen. So I'll just do it on my own behalf. Bert, what are you hoarding? Um, milk. <laughs> oh, what? yes. So I'm thankful Why? that, well, I'm thankful that our fridge died or sort of broke down at Thanksgiving. So we have two fridges, which we're thankful for right now. Um, and so when we knew things were starting to go a little crazy, we grabbed milk, not knowing if my order that I had done through um, a delivery service was going to come the following Monday. It did. So I have a lot more milk um, and <laughs> eggs and butter and bread. Um, I was going to get flour because I'm really low on flour to bake bread. Yeah, can't find flour anywhere. What? Whoa. Yeah. You can find almond Why? flour and all those kind of things, but actual like all-purpose bread or self-rising, gone. Why? Oh, because people are making – they're taking all the bread, and then they're like, oh, I can't find bread. I'm going to go make my own and getting flour. That would never be my first thought. Yeah. My first thought would be Quick Trip has to have bread. I mean, you can go to the Quick Trip anywhere yeah. in the Midwest and they've got to have bread. Someone has to have bread. Mm -hmm. I bet you they have toilet paper too. Well, and there is <laughs> like when we were there, there was some bread. I mean, the shelves were pretty empty. There was all the expensive like oat bran breads or the Texas toast. Uh, that was a little low though, but like regular normal, regular bread gone. Well, man, when we get off this call today or this uh, show today, I'm going to have to go get some bread. Good luck. Yeah, y'all yeah, have me panic that I don't have toilet paper or bread. Yeah. Well, if you have flour, you can drop it off on my deck and I'll let make you some loaves of bread. <laughs> oh, I have flour. There you go. I'll deliver it to you. All right. I'm getting some fresh bread. I'm getting some fresh <laughs> bread. Oh, funny, I'll funny. I'll some Brie Bites, too. Yes. Okay, I'll take it. So one of the other things I wanted to talk about was something that was pretty funny to me, and it was drive-by confessionals. I don't know if anybody has seen this <laughs> online, but <laughs> Nicole's like, I've seen it. So the concept is a priest sets up a chair in the parking lot, and cars line up, and they pull up to the priest. And the priest will wave you on when it's your turn. Come to me, O Center. And if you would like, if you want to keep it confidential, he will put on a blindfold so he doesn't know who he's talking to. I'm not trying to make fun of any religion, but the idea that he is waving you on, come to me, oh sinner, he has already seen your face. He <laughs> knows who's driving the 2016 station wagon Ford or Ford station wagon. Susie, he knows it's you pulling up. So when you pull up to shout out your confession, Father, Father, I cheated on my husband this week. First of all, the whole neighborhood heard you. Uh, Father John may have on his blindfold, but he knows who you are. He saw you in your car pulling up. So 
maybe be a little caution about what you're confessing if you want it to remain confidential. Oh, I give props, though, to some people that is like what they need to feel right in this crazy, very wrong world right now. So I I totally agree. I had someone uh, I was talking to on the phone on Thursday or Friday say to me that she and her family actually pulled up into the parking lot of their Catholic church just to do a prayer in the church parking lot to do their Hail Marys in the church parking lot and for the family to each go around the car and say what they're thankful for in the church parking lot because that little act got them out of the house for a few minutes and it made them feel closer to the church. I was like, oh, that's a very creative idea. So as much as I'm making fun of it, I really do get it. So don't send me hate mail. Oh, well, speaking of making fun, you know, I uh, like to poke a lot at my next door app peeps and peeps around the you know globe on next door who make fun of people but i will have next door has been i am checking it almost every day because truthfully there have been the best posts posting about someone asked um if someone could list all of the restaurants that are locally owned who can do curbside pickup or delivery you know those are restaurants that like none of us maybe had even thought about or maybe had even ever been to before but I'm going to support them all I can right now. I've had neighbors post, does anybody have, um, you know, any extra toilet paper? Does anyone have some Tylenol that they could spare this week? I've got someone you know, in the house who isn't feeling well. We're older. Um, I've heard of some people doing ding dong ditch with supplies or just fun things for their neighbors. Oh. And then those are really nice stories online right now. So anyway, next door is pulling through, not just comedy, like actual good content right now. It's all good, but you know what I mean? That is so sweet. If anyone needs me to uh, ding dong ditch some soup, just holler. Go, go to our show page, uh, click, give me your address and I can ding dong ditch. That would be yeah. fun. If you need a little uh, container of Lari season salt, let me know. <laughs> and if you need milk, call Bert. He'll, Bert. he'll deliver. <laughs> <laughs> We've got you covered. Yeah. Well, right. how are we doing, guys? I think we are all trying to keep spirits up. We will keep trying to keep people's spirits up and send us some fun stories to our show pages. Go to our website. If you want us to highlight something awesome, that's maybe happening in your neighborhood that we don't know about, but uh, keep liking us. We love all of you. Take care of your family. Take care of yourselves. Stay in your house. Watch a little Disney plus watch a little Netflix. See what's going on oh. lately. Oh, before we go, I have one recommendation. Yes. Um, If you have not yet downloaded and watched, I would highly recommend Jojo Rabbit. Uh, One of my friends posted not too long ago, maybe yesterday, that she watched this movie called Jojo Rabbit. It's a must watch. If you haven't seen it, you have to. I totally agree with her. So I'm just going to throw out there Jojo Rabbit's a really good movie. What? What? Why are you getting so close to the screen? It sounds riveting, Steve. It sounds riveting. It's riveting. the best movie he's seen all year since Six Sense. <laughs> oh my God! Can you believe it? it's the best movie in the whole wide world? Now I feel like I just need to do this for fun. <laughs> 
All right. Well, with that, everybody, we hope you found a little silliness today. If you didn't find any silliness, go somewhere else. We don't. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, please follow us on Instagram, Twitter, <laughs> our website, StephenNicoleShow.com, Facebook. You can find us pretty much anywhere. Uh, but with that, remember, we love you. We, we love us. us. And we love Brie. Love Brie. Peace out. Thank you for watching. Be sure to visit our website at stephennicoleshow.com and on our social media channels at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube. You can also find us on Apple Podcasts and other podcasting networks. And if you found this episode absolutely fabulous, be sure to share the fun. 